Christ, if you have Christ within you, here is your assignment tomorrow morning, okay? Because God's word and Jesus Christ is better than anything you can do. When you wake up in the morning, here's the challenge, okay? Can we all say, can we all say, verse 16, be joyful always. We just say, okay, say, be joyful all always. Okay, we all just memorize scripture. Can you believe it? That's great. And then pray continually. If you have prayer on your mind, guess what? You're going to pray. If you have Jesus in your heart, you're going to pray. He's, he's really all we have, right? So, but read, the whole, read all those verses, okay, when you get up in the morning. All right, that was, uh, that was good for me. Hopefully that was good for you. Moving on here. So let's, uh, how's that? Is that sounding all right? Sounds kind of, okay. Here we go. Yeah, it must be my mustache, so. Um, so, again, with the, uh, with the scripture that we're looking at, um, be joyful always, or even pray, or rejoice always, can be a, um, a hard thing. Um, let's understand there that, that that verse is not actually saying be happy always, because circumstances doesn't allow us to be happy, but we can be joyful because of what Christ has done and what he's doing in the circumstance. So we can have a really bad circumstance, but because of Christ, we can still have joy that's something deep within. Happy is more kind of happy. I'm not saying they can't be happy in Christ, but joy is much deeper. It's, it's a heart thing. So um, because of Christ and what he's done. So, guess what, brothers and sisters in Christ? Sometimes our circumstances or situations may not change. But we can still be joyful, thankful, grateful because of what Christ Jesus has done for us. We can have that joy that I'm talking about constantly because of what he has done. And I know this morning, as I say that, I know there are circumstances and situations right now that some, some of us are dealing with and having to go through. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not thinking of that lightly. I've, I've had situations myself. I believe, that, um, I believe that Jesus Christ is saying, I am with you in all circumstances and situations. And because of me... You can be joyful and thankful. So back to back to the verse. Our our responsibility: be joyful, pray continually. We got to be we got to be reading the word to find this joy. We got to be reading the word. We got to be praying. We got to be giving thanks. It's hard to be joyful if you're not thankful. It's hard to be joyful and thankful if you're not praying and reading God's word. So that's the, that's the uh, 
challenge, encouragement, um, and it's not, I'm not saying it's easy, but we have a choice back to waking up tomorrow morning. I have a choice when I get up. I can, I can decide to, you know, flip on the news or whatever, and we know what that's like right now. It's bad news. But our hope is still in Jesus. I, I mean, so I'm going to choose Jesus before I choose anything else. Um, I believe that if we wake up and, and, we, and we choose to rejoice and be joyful, that our attitude, not only in that moment, but throughout the day, will actually be a lot better. We'll, we'll be effective for, for Christ, because that's what we want. It. We want if, again, if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you want people to see Jesus within you. I don't want anybody to see Chad. I want them to see Jesus within me. That will change their life. I can't change their life. I can't save them. Jesus can save them. So, um, and, and so, again, just um, back to just the tough situations and circumstances. And they, um, I don't know if I can say this word. They, there's some that just stink. They really do. They stink. And they're hard. But here's what I want to say. Jesus is near. Jesus is near. I hope you believe that, because he is near. Jesus said in Matthew 11, 20, 28, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I, the picture that I have sometimes when I'm like, in that position is just crawling in the arms of Jesus because he's, he's waiting for me. Some of you, it might be, again, not knowing the situation, but it's time to crawl in the arms of Jesus. He's the one that can, he can do far more than what you can imagine. He's just good. I can tell you sometimes when I pray, the circumstance or situation does not change. But guess what changes? My heart. By Jesus. He's the heart changer. He wants my heart every second of every day. He wants your heart every second of every day. Because we have the right heart, as I said earlier, our attitude will change. So, take this one. I know you all have heard it. Choose an attitude of gratitude. Be grateful. Man, we have so much. We have so much to be thankful for. Give thanks in all circumstances. So, I know this question is asked often. I even ask it myself. What's God's will for my life? We just did it. Give thanks in all circumstances for it is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Don't leave out Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Okay? That, that prayer is that it would be in Christ Jesus. It's not my will, it's, it's God's will. And he's saying, be joyful, to pray, give thanks. Alright? We can be, we can be more, we can have more peace and more joy because of Christ in being with him, allowing, as we've said, as Derek has said, being discipled by Jesus. He's the best discipler. So let it happen. But you can't, you can't be discipled outside God's word. God's word. I, trust me, I'm, old, I'm, I'm older than most of you here. I've tried a lot of things and it doesn't work. Jesus is the only hope that I have. So, 
good question to ask ourselves today and every day. Where is your heart? And another question, does Jesus have it? It helps me to pause because I, I have to ask myself that question every day. Because I know, as I said, when I get up in the morning, where's your heart? And throughout the day, the things that might come to my mind or even what I think about saying sometimes, I'm like, where did that come from? Jesus, get my heart. So the, um, actually the other version, Bible version, um, my, my, my Bible in NIV said be joyful always, but rejoice always. Okay, that's another, another version. I'm not sure which one that is, but I, I think about Philippians 4.4, Paul, at that point, I believe he's a, um, under house arrest. And in, and in Philippians 4.4, 4, and maybe you can kind of join in with me this, but it says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Sorry, I'm a terrible singer, but if you were around me any, in my home, outside, in my car in the morning, that's what you would hear. You know what that changes? Me. Because I'm pointing to him, the giver, the one I can rejoice over, even when things are hard. And again, please hear me. Please hear me. Please, I see better. Actually, out. I can read with the class. But hear me. I'm not taking hard situations lightly. I'm just telling you where you need to go in those hard situations. Okay, glasses back on now. Another one, um, another one of my scriptures better than anything I can say. So that's what we're looking at here. One of my favorite, um, favorite psalms. Again, just because it's helpful. Um, one eighteen twenty four. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Does that not, does that not, and I'm not auditioning for worship, but I might. That's over. The, the elders of the church said that's enough. Okay, okay, that's it. I do not have any more singing. But just doing that myself, I feel better. I hope you feel better. I see some smiles. You're either laughing at me or you're... You know what? Joy in the Lord, right? Joy. Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength, right? Joy, strength. I'll take that. All right, so let's, let's, turn, to, uh, let's turn to Psalm 28.7. 
We're going to read that again. It's just so good. Sorry if this mic is making me sound different, but give you a chance to get there. Derek often mentions the flipping of the Bible. That's music to my ears, so it's cool. Psalm 28, 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. Good, really good. Let's, since you're in Psalm there, let's turn to Psalm 100. This is that joy, this is that thankfulness that Jesus gives here. Psalm 100 says, Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Just like we did. Hopefully you have a heart of worship. I mean, nothing but the blood of Jesus and the worship songs that we played. So good. Verse 3, know that the Lord is God, it is he who made us, and we are his, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture, enter his gates with thanksgiving, there's a thanksgiving, and his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever, his faithfulness continues through all generations. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, um, looking, at, looking at another version of chapter, or excuse me, um, verse 17, um, instead of pray continually, it says, never stop praying. Never stop praying. I like that. Just never stop. Never stop praying. So we're going to look at, um, let's see. Actually, turn to... Now, let me just, for time reasons, let me just go ahead and say this one. Um, Romans 12, 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, patient in our circumstance, faithful in prayer. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And, and here's what I would encourage you. Romans 12 is full. Romans, did I say 12-2? I meant 12-12. So, 12-12, okay. My notes say 12-12, but that doesn't mean I didn't, might not have said 12-2. So, but I would encourage you, or read the book of Romans, but re- read chapter 12 if you, yeah, just rich. Um, and, and I, I don't know, I got to share this, um, Romans 12, 12, um, it just helps me know that God's near, and here's why. My daughter, yesterday, brought home a picture. She had no idea what scripture I had down. She brought home a picture for her room that had that verse, 12, 
12, Romans 12.12. 12. And what that does for me, and I don't know, maybe it's helpful to you, um, that sometimes when we walk through this life and, and things are... Oops. Chat. I, I knew I was going to do that. I knew I was going to do that, Dick. That's all right. This isn't perfect anyway, right? So anyway, um, on to the story. Whoops. Did I... It's okay. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. So this is fine. I mean, this, this is life. This is real life. So um, back to the story. For me, it just helps me know that God's near. How, how, of, all, of all the scriptures in here, and the one that was already on my notes... My daughter shows up, and she bought it because it's really cool, 12-12. Man, that's encouraging to me. Hopefully, it's encouraging to you. So, moving on. Okay. Let's turn to, um, let's turn to, the, in reference to uh, the other version in verse 17, never stop praying. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 17 and 18. I'll let you get there. Again, referencing pray continually, never stop praying. Um, so looking at Ephesians Chapter 6, verse 17. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray, on, pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. So, people of God, um, let's be reminded. Let's, you know, I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Turning back just a little bit. Verse 10, the armor of God. We are basically what it's saying in 10 through the verses leading up to what I, the verses I just shared with you is, we are in a battle. We're in a daily battle. And we do have to put on the full, full armor of God. But the battle that we're in is not a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle. So we do need our armor on every day. Because we do have an enemy that's after us. And if we're not doing it, we're going to have a tough time in the battle. And, and prayer is part of that. The Word of God is part of that. We have to be in this word. And we have to be discipled by Jesus. It has to change us first. Me first. Not you first. Me first. It has to change me. I have to allow Jesus to disciple me through his word. There's nothing, there's nothing else. I'm, I told you earlier, I'm the old guy here. Jesus is our hope. He's our answer. And 
if, if, I am, if I want to be like Jesus, which we all should be, that should be our goal, to be like Jesus, he's right here. John 1, he's the word. All right? He's our hope at Christmas, and he continues to be our hope. He's coming back, right? If you know, he's coming back. So I thought that was pretty good. Amen. So, all right. No, the, the cool thing is, and I, I made a note here, is I think sometimes, and I, I think, I just love it. I, I mean, the, the service time, it, we're not, it's not great that we don't have children's church, but I'm looking out here. Um, the battle, a young child can be spiritually strong. And I would, hope, I would hope as a parent that we're teaching them a lot of these things because the battle is not going to be a physical one. And I feel like as a parent or a grandparent, we're, we, we should be telling them that that battle is real at a young age so they can be prepared and, and understand putting on the armor of God, understand reading God's word, praying. Because that's where Jesus is, and that's, that's what changes us. That's what changes me. So, all right, let's keep moving on here. Um, So, like, examples um, of prayer. Jesus. Jesus. We're going to turn to, we're going to turn to Luke 6, chapter 6, verse 12 and 13. Keeping, you know, keeping the mind, pray, Pray continually. Never stop praying. Luke 12. Luke 6, 12, excuse me. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray. That mountainside kind of reminded me of the Beatitudes. Something about a mountainside. Just get away from it all. Start over, Chad. One of, the, one of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them whom he also designated apostles. What I want to point out there is a great example of prayer. Jesus prayed all night. He had a big decision to make. I, I think if we understand the, the constant prayer, the pray continually, um, the encouragement would be Hopefully, we're praying throughout the day. And one of, the, one of the ways we can pray is just be mindful of what's going on. You don't necessarily, um, don't necessarily have to be sitting. You don't necessarily have to be standing. You can be driving your car. And um, 
the cool thing is God hears us. He just wants us to pray. And I, I will tell you, again, being older, personally, um, when, when, when someone or something comes to mind, I usually pray. I have no idea what's going on. I just pray because he tells us to pray. And I, we, in Christ, we do have the Holy Spirit within us that's probably reminding us, you know what, that person needs prayer, this situation needs prayer. So, again, just an encouragement. And I'm, I don't have this figured out. I'm on, you know, I'm on the same journey you are. I, but I do know in, in this journey that there's no substitute for, for Jesus. There's, he is the answer. What, how much time do we have here? Um, all right. Okay, so um, we're, not, we're not actually going to turn there, but um, uh, John 17, um, just a, again, another, another chapter, I encourage you, Jesus, he's actually praying for himself. He, kn he knows what's coming, so he's praying for himself. It's fine to pray for yourself and your situation. He's actually praying for his disciples. And then, guess what? He's praying for us. He's, he's praying for, if you're in Christ, he's praying for us as believers. That's pretty cool. And then uh, um, another example, again, uh, Jesus in Luke 11, um, his di disciples are like, teach us to pray. So he's actually teaching his di disciples how to pray, pray. So again, back to 1 Thess Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, 18, give thanks, pray continually. That pray continually is, should, be, should be on our hearts, should be on our minds, should be on our lips, I guess, is, is an easy way to say it. So, All right. What I, what I um, want to do at the end here is just uh, give a little bit of my story. Since I know, I know some of you know me and seen me around here. I've actually um, been around since the beginning of Plymouth Community Church. And um, I'll probably be around because uh, we, we do not get away from preaching Christ and glorifying him. And we never will if I'm around. The joke is, as you know... If Derek walks off the stage and, and Christ is not preached, I will take him out. He knows that. So I don't know. No, he's, man, yeah. I, stick to your notes, Chad. Okay. So, so I, I'm going to probably just a little bit of my story. Um, I mean, this is like short, really short version of, of my story, but maybe give you a little, um, you know, just the hope that, that I have because of Jesus Christ. Nothing I did. Um, so here we go. It'll probably be easier to read it because I'll be all over the place if I'm not. I was saved November 24, 1986 at age 21. So I just celebrated my 34th spiritual birthday. Before age 21, my life was good. I had a loving family. Did lots of fun things, provided lots of opportunities. I had a lot of friends and I was athletic. 
but I still had a hole in my heart that needed filled. I tried filling my heart with all the worldly things and made and continued to make choices and decisions that brought deep pain and hurt to myself and to many others. I'm so thankful that God pursued me at an early age. I'm guessing before age five, my grandma took us to church, and I believe that she prayed for my salvation. Probably around age seven, I can remember my mom and I driving around a hayfield on a tractor, singing songs of praise together. I believe my mom was praying for me, planting seeds. In fifth grade, I can remember enjoying character ed class where we sang Bible and praise songs. God was planting a seed. Freshman in high school, I wanted to be part of fellowship of Christian athletes, but I was asked to read the Bible, read from the Bible at one of the meetings. I got scared and never went back. I guess I was too cool. I don't really remember having any thought of God through high school. You can see I'm leaving quite a bit of this story out. That's okay. It's about Jesus. At age 21, before Tammy and I were engaged, I met with her pastor and he laid out the plan of salvation. He showed me He showed me there were two options, which is still true today. Jesus Christ and his free gift, or you can continue to live in the world. Guess what I chose? And I'm so grateful because I probably would not be up here. I don't even know if I would be alive. So praise Jesus. He, the message here is he's pursuing you and he's still pursuing me. Is that not the coolest thing I can preach? Please, understand me. See, when you, when, when that pastor was talking to me, I had this, I had a lot. I told you I had a lot in life. I thought, from a worldly point of view, I did. But I really didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. It was, it was big. It was big. And he laid it out like he, like he does. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not, I certainly wasn't worthy. It was free. But guess what I understood and what we need to understand? My, it was my sin that put him on the cross. And I understood it that day. My sin. Not your sin. My sin. And when you understand that, you're in a good spot. You're in a good spot. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for a grandma who prayed. I'm grateful for a mom who prayed. I'm grateful for all the people that God put in my life.
This wasn't in my notes, but I'm going to say it. If you, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know him this morning, or if you're running from Jesus, come talk to me. Or one of us, somebody. If your heart's pounding a little bit, that's Jesus. Back to my notes. Life is better with Jesus. The hole in my heart is filled forever. Thank you, Jesus. You've got to have understanding that Jesus stood, Jesus in John 19.30 said, it is finished. Justified. Not by anything that I did, but what he did. I can't, none of us can, none of us can work None of us can, we can't get there, we, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, to end here, that day, November 24, 1986, a lot of you weren't even born yet, I, I began my faith journey, and that is what it is, faith journey. I'm going to close it here in a minute, but uh, I just feel like maybe um, maybe some of you need to hear this. And if men, if you've been around me long enough, um, we need to understand, and, and, and I do understand this about my relationship with Jesus. Um, I can have my absolutely best day today, and I can, I, I can also have my absolute worst day today. Guess what? My relationship doesn't change. It's my identity. I'm a child of God. I'm a Christ follower. That's, I've got a lot of titles, but Christ follower is the best one. I'm a husband, father, grandfather. Christ follower is the best one. So, like we normally do, um, yeah, we're, we're going to do, we're going to put out our arms for 30 seconds like we normally do. I'm going to go ahead and, and go ahead and pray, and then we're going to play one more song, correct? One more song. And this, this is what I would like to say to you. If, if you, if you need prayer really for anything, if you've got tough situations, circumstances going on right now, I just invite you to, to come forward. Tammy and I will be up here to pray for you. You, don't, you don't, don't feel like you need to share your situation. We're just available because I know on this faith journey that I've been on, I've, I've actually stepped forward. And maybe, maybe that's what God wants you to do. Maybe that's a step of faith, just stepping forward and going, man, I, I'm struggling. I just, need, I just need somebody to pray for me. Or... More importantly, if you're here without Jesus Christ, this Jesus Christ that I'm talking about, and you are thinking, what is he talking about? And you, and you feel your heart about ready to jump out of your chest, come forward. And that's what Jesus says. He's, he's not, no, no judgment. No judgment here. So, hands out for 30 seconds. I'm going to, I'm going to, 
pray. We'll listen to that song, and then uh, I'll be right back up and close this out, okay? All right, 30 seconds. Jesus, we just, uh, we thank you for this day. We thank you that you are near. We, we thank you, Jesus, that you want to be in relationship with us, which is an amazing thing. I'm thankful that you're a pursuer of us. You want our hearts. You want to disciple us. You want to help us in this life that can be so hard. So I pray for the people here, especially, God, that uh, I pray that this, your word, and you have been an encouragement to them this morning. You get all the praise. You get all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.